whether or not we all realize it, those of us who serve the Lord are participating in the most epic adventure of all time, space, and history. I think it's about time that we start celebrating the miraculous and wonderful ways that God touches our lives in everyday circumstances. I'm Karen Pennington, and this is Daily Adventures in Grace. friends, this is Karen Pennington. I just wanted to confess something. Uh, I had something on my heart that the Lord laid on my heart. And I do want to make it clear, I said something about this yesterday that um, when I talk about areas that I feel like I'm falling short or areas that I'm struggling, it is not out of a sense of lack of self-worth or anything anything that has remotely to do with that. I'm actually very confident in who I am in Christ, Christ's work in me. Um, despite sometimes through my failings and my uh, lack of flawlessness, for a better word, uh, it actually, I find it very freeing when I confess, and that's why I confess, uh, because in a way it actually makes me feel more valuable because I just can shed that facade of feeling like I don't have to make mistakes. And as I bring even my mistakes to the Lord and before others, there's sort of a freedom that comes in that. I hope some of you know what that feels like, that freedom, not in beating yourself up or tearing yourself down or feeling like you're less worthy than God makes you, but just that freedom of saying, okay, I made a mistake. Um, and through that mistake, God taught me something new or reminded me of something I needed to know. And I, and I, hope and I pray that even as you hear me with my almost daily confessions of some way that I made a mistake or messed up or something, that you find the freedom to just come fully and vulnerably before the Lord and before others, not everybody, but at least some people that you can trust and say, this is an area I need to grow. And then just allow God to fill those cracks and work through them. Because I, I believe that God probably works most mightily through my cracks. It's, uh, second Corinthians says, uh, Oh, goodness, now I don't remember the reference, but I think it's 12-7. Uh, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So this is me trying to let God's power be made perfect through my just understanding of my weakness, because that's how God works. All that said, I was not going to post this morning <laughs> because I was not feeling well, and I'm trying to reach this balance. You know, I work a full-time job. I've um, do YouTube posts sometimes five times a week. I do other posts um, on the internet all the time trying to promote my book, trying to get people to listen to my podcast, my webcast, my all my casts, my written cast, my photos, my sayings. And um, sometimes it gets very overwhelming, um, particularly with that and trying to keep up with friends as well and trying to rest and take my Sabbath. And I, I don't always get it quite right. God is with me. Uh, I'm learning better balance, more balance than I was 15, 20 years ago. But all that to say, this morning I actually didn't even go to work because I felt so bad physically. Now I've worked with schools for four years. Now this is the first time ever that I've called off sick. And uh, that's just how bad I felt. But I got on the internet, or I got on Facebook, and I saw this new game. And I just thought to myself... All right, I'm going to go rest. I'm going to go sleep. But first, 
why don't I just play this game? I don't have a lot of time to play games on the internet, so I haven't done it much lately. And start playing it, and oh, I can do better. Oh, I can do better. Oh, I can do better. Four hours later, my eyes are burning right now. Four hours later, I still wanted to do better on this game and play this game. And it was the dumbest little game. It's those game, that game, I don't know if anyone's ever played it or seen it, where you shoot the bubble, and if you shoot one bubble and it hits two bubbles of the same color, then it goes pop! And then it gets faster and faster and you get more colors. And I, it's not damaging, I guess, but it, there's absolutely no point. You're not learning skills. You're not... <laughs> Just shooting these bubbles and I, for all the rest I need and all the things I have to get done and all this, I just spent four hours on absolutely nothing. <laughs> and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with playing those those games a little bit here and there, but for heaven's sakes, I'm tired. I'm sick. <laughs> Why would I spend four hours on that? And it just, God really used my own silliness to bring this thing to light in my heart that how easy it is for us to get preoccupied, even obsessed, with things that absolutely do not matter. Things at best are worthless, you know, at best are just time killers, and at worst are really poisonous, but they certainly have no value. There were 5,005 million other things I could have done that were more valuable than that, that would have made me feel better, that wouldn't have burned my eyes, that would have helped me rest. And yet, I spent four hours popping virtual bubbles. And I don't know what your bubble game is. I don't know what it is in your life that you just, you focus on it and you don't even know why. And all of a sudden, four hours later, a year later, five years later, a hundred years, well not a hundred, thirty years later, you go, why did I spend so much time on this? Why did I think this was so important? And why did I let this tear apart my relationships? Might even seem like a good thing. But then we just get down those rabbit holes. You know, the things that just get us stuck and take us from the path that really is helpful. And, uh, and I don't know if anybody has questions. I certainly do about, so what's wrong with playing solitaire or bubble popping on the computer? What's wrong with video games? What's wrong with these other things? And I don't know that there are. What's wrong with the little dessert, you know? I don't know that they're wrong, but there comes a point, and that's something um, really that you need to work out for yourself with God and myself as well, where it takes us away from the path. It takes us away from healing and growth and movement. Um, bubble popping this morning took me away from the rest that I needed, that I felt so strongly that I needed, that I still need, that it took me away from the school for the first time in, you know, four years of doing this kind of work. So I was reminded of the Church of Corinth. They had a real problem with this. And I'll tell you, it was worse stuff than bubble popping. Uh, they were a very rich church. Comparatively, they were in an affluent city, a city of, I believe, about 250,000. Uh, that's an okay-sized city now. That was either the second or third largest city in the Roman Empire. There's a little bit of a give and take there, but basically it was up there other than Rome itself. Uh, no city in the Roman Empire had more than a million people in it. So this was like a huge, huge city comparatively, and they should have had things together. Paul had visited them. Now, he had 
talk to other churches like the church in Colossae that was doing an exceptionally good job of faith and working together and seeking God's truth. And he had even, never even been there. He had spent like a year and a half in Corinth. So he, they had had direct, they had like all of the benefits. And they were getting really, really, really tied up in petty things. And then they were missing. Here's the thing about getting tied up in petty things. Uh, it's a really good trick of Satan because it keeps us from the things that we need. Um, and I'll just read uh, a little bit in 1 Corinthians 3. Brothers, I could not address you as spiritual, but as worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you are not ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly. Getting caught up in those unimportant bubble games. For since there is a jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere men? For one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Paulus. Are you not mere men? What, after all, is Apollos, and what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord has assigned each to his task. So basically what was happening is they were fighting over who their teacher, Bible teacher, had been. You know, so Apollos taught me, so I'm better. Paul taught me, so I'm better. Um kind of like wars that people have over who went to what school, which are usually can be fun, but people get really angry. I remember being at a high school football game where you had to sit on your high school side because there would be fights that broke out over a football, a football team, like fights in high school. Talk about pettiness. Talk about obsession with things that don't matter. And they were obsessed with who their teacher had been and whose teacher had mattered. And he's going, we're only servants. You can caught up on the servants. And they were bringing people to court over petty things. And they were talking about who could be circumcised and uncircumcised. And they talked about who baptized who. And what they were missing was there were people committing nasty, nasty acts. A lot of sexual immorality in the church. A lot of it. But they were fighting over who ate what food and who followed, who had learned from what teacher. And they were obsessed with it. They were so obsessed that they were bringing each other to court over petty things. They were so obsessed that they were divided over things that didn't matter. popping those bubbles but they weren't getting the healing I don't know what your bubble game is I don't know what it is that you just focus on it so much might have started out as okay might have even started out as worthy but it's taking you away Maybe you started social media, and I'm not anti-social media. Maybe you started social media as a way to get connected. But now you're so much on that social media. And then maybe within social media, somebody made a post and you wanted to stand up for truth. And now all you see are negative posts. Maybe you wanted to get more involved in your world, so you started watching the news. And now all you can do is be obsessed with all the bad things that are happening. Maybe it's your health, but now you're so obsessed with your health and your weight loss 
Nothing else matters. You can't even have peace. Maybe it's a lie that made you so mad that you're so into the anti-lie of this that you're not spreading your own truth anymore. I don't know. I just encourage you to figure it out and honestly just stop it. <laughs> I don't know if I ever want to play those stupid bubble games again because I didn't get what I need this morning and I didn't do the things that I should do. And that's little. little but there are other areas of my life I've gotten so obsessed with my work that I've forgotten people I still remember with great shame no well not shame conviction on my wedding day being so concerned that I paid attention to every guest that I ignored my husband on my wedding day I didn't mean to ignore him but on the day when I was supposed to be focusing on my love for my husband, I was just making sure that I had a full conversation with everybody in the congregation, with everybody who was there. Not just high, just... And I see this picture of my husband trying to get my attention. It's, and as I think about that, it must be what Christ feels like. You know, we're the bride of Christ. And Christ is saying, come be with me. Come love me. Let me love you. I can show you how the other stuff will happen. Just let it be about your relationship. And we're going, no, God, let me do this first. Let me do this for other people. Let me do this for myself. Let me just relax. And pretty soon time has passed and nothing's gotten better. In fact, things have gotten worse because we're forgetting the thing we need. And let's just stop that. How about we stop that, all of us? This moment, let's just get back to Jesus. He can redeem, he can redeem anything. Even our wasted time. Now the good news about Corinth is they did learn their lesson. Paul wrote this letter to them. He had been to them on his second missionary journey, and he probably wrote it to him them just a few years later. He was already in the middle of his third missionary journey, and he was on his way to them. So it might have helped that they knew Paul was going to come and say, what have you done to get better? But they did. They wised up. They took their mind off the bubble games. And they started to reconnect with what was important. And in reconnecting with what was important, all of a sudden the impurity diminished. The quarreling diminished. The fighting diminished. The pettiness diminished. Because they reconnected. Maybe so with us. Lord Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That we always have a new chance with you. Thank you that we can always refocus, Lord. I confess that I often go down those rabbit holes, those bubble games. Something that's meant as a momentary rest. Instead of just doing it and coming back, I get into things that just don't matter. And that takes me off my focus on you, Lord. Help me to focus on you. Help me to find my true rest in you. Help us all to find our true rest in you and allow you to help us order it. Lord, help us to be able to enjoy the little things in their proper place. Help us not to fall prey to unworthy distractions. 
But even those things that may be a momentary rest for us, a brain break, help us to put them in their proper place. Just always, daily, multiple times a day, coming back to our full full connection with you, our full relationship with you, because we know that when we put you first, you can help us order it. We can't do it on our own, God, we need you. In your name, amen. Be blessed, my friends.